everybody, before we start this episode, I just want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to grab a beer. I realized while editing this thing that me and Dan are such fucking idiots that we never even re- reviewed the beer we were drinking. So I'm going to throw it in here right now. Very good beer out of Ska Brewing Company out of Durango, Colorado. It's called the True Blonde. Uh, cool can. Chick driving a little Vespa. Blonde hair blown in the breeze. Vroom, vroom. And of course, Ska's awesome checkered logo. Jumped on this in uh, bright yellow can. Good beer. I had it as a birdie beer. I think you could drink 100 of these things on the golf course. Nice, crispy, clean, 5% alcohol. Um, very light on the IBUs. Good beer. Birdie beer for me, and I'm pretty sure Dan would have given it a par. Enjoy. Is Nebraska in it? Nebraska, I think they have one kid in the finals, five five All-Americans. <clears throat> Jesus, that plays. I mean, it's the fucking Midwest. It's right? Penn State right now, though. has five dudes in the finals. Oh, really? Yes. That's kind of... Uh... Ridiculous. That's a, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it, in general? Yes, yes. Even, like, the Minnesotas and all that yeah, shit. Because you always get the the one-off, like, or Cal Poly or, you know, right. some, the dude at Wyoming that's just a Yeah, you just get, beast. like, the kid out here. You get a... Uh, ASU. Kid. ASU throws Actually, in, like, three or four of them. ASU is top three, I think, for team points. Huh. So, anyway, pretty you, you always get that random school. But yeah. So, to have five from Penn State's just... It's it's brutal. I don't know. I mean, Penn State's a good turf school. <laughs> I get, apparently, it was a it was a good football school. We all, I mean, there's a fucking big giant elephant in that room, and <laughs> I cannot support one thing no, that that no, school I can agree. even pull off because it's. I don't give a fuck if it was one program, a couple dudes. It was known. There's, in my yeah. eyes, a lot of fucking people knew what was going on there. Really? I, I mean, Christ, how do you not? Yeah. How is that held going for so many years without it just be like, hmm, and then Joe Pa kind of calls it. I mean, he wasn't like, what the fuck? Hang that dude. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, oh, and yeah. If anything less than that. I'm yeah. like, no. So how they recruit wrestlers. Well, so Dan Figueres, I text. I was like, what's the deal? Because I think he was a college wrestler. And he was like, the one, he's not watching, but he's like, one name. This is Kale something, the coach. Apparently, he was undefeated and never lost a single match in college. Like 159 and zero or something. He's the coach there. And apparently, that's the, but he wrestled at Iowa State. Yeah. Huh. It's like bringing back an old fucking legend for Nebraska football, and hopefully they bring that fucking <laughs> too soon. Back. And then it's Dude, just he was on busting with the boys. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it any good? Did he say anything that was like promising no, of Nebraska's no. going to fucking start climbing the ranks? No. Well, I'll tell you what's going to help him climb the ranks. It was the what the the Casey Thompson, who the kid who transferred from Texas over. This is going to be electric electric radio but anyway he was like you can if you're a starter for nebraska you can make six figures oh so he basically just walked in there and was like this is how this is gonna roll like i'm a you know whatever sponsored athlete and i'm gonna bring it i'm gonna show you all how to do it if you're a nebraska starter you will make six figures and then they got a 200 million dollar 
complex going in, like training complex or whatever, new locker rooms, all that shit. So wow. I think NIL is going to be a big deal. Oh, for absolutely. For Nebraska. Okay, Just because you know, the whole state for, gets in it. Correct. Yeah, they'll have every little fucking chicken finger and corn, yeah. corn fucking vegetable oh, stand dude. in the place, <laughs> in the country. You got those farmers out on the west oh, side who just sit on their cash. And yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll dish a little bit so oh. we can get that dude the safety. Yeah, to or, sit on so a get Ed Reed back tractor. There. Yeah. Sit on a tractor and sell it for, you know, yeah. Johnny Nebraska. <laughs> What's Herbie? Is that his I'm name? sure it's probably like boosters. They just do one position, right? Mm. It doesn't have to matter. Right. But I think it's going to change for, I mean, so much. I've ever told you the story. So when I was, when I went to Iraq and went with this other dude, my roommate, and he was like, yeah, dude, this guy, I know he plays for the Broncos. Right. I'm like, he went to Nebraska. I know him with buddies. And the dude was talking. I was kind of like, okay. You know what I mean? And so this is when we're deployed in 03. We get back. And the dude's like, and he's like, yep, got we got tickets to the Broncos game. We're sitting in the family section. Like, it's all legit. We actually ended up going to dinner at this restaurant with that the dude from Nebraska. And, uh, man, who is that stud receiver for the Broncos? It was back in 03. I can't even remember. Sterling Sharp? Sterling Sharp was uh, their tight end. But he okay, was the a, tight yeah. So Sterling Sharp walks in with the, oh, my gosh, I can't remember his name. Rod Rod something. Who? It doesn't matter. Well, it does. So this is great. So that dude, the Rod or whoever that guy is, gets so smashed he passed out in the bathroom. They had to freaking, like Sterling Sharp, I think, drug him out, chucks him in the back of a cab. The dude's legs are hanging out the side. He's like, you got whoever Rod's, not Rod Stewart. Yeah, right, Rod Rod Stewart. You got Rod Stewart. Man, whoever, if I said the name or could think of it, like that's in the back of your cab. He was passed out in the bathroom. bathroom. But anyway, the whole point of the story is, so that dude that played for the the Broncos, my buddy who took us, who knew him, who got the tickets, he was like, yeah, we would go hang out. We would drive to the west side of Lincoln. Or sorry, the east side of Lincoln, far off campus, to some random mailbox on a Friday night. Open it, boom, check in there, and we're going out. Wow! And it was like on the other side, you know, it's just some random mailbox. So you're talking there. this is like when you were in college, or a couple years, I guess, before you were there, or he played with Sterling Sharp. So this is like 2000. So 99, he's in college. He was with the guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, roughly those days. Yeah. So yeah, the big fat check. Fuck, what did he drive? Fucking why well, I, I don't know. Z. I, oh, and yeah, probably Back right. Whatever. Because right. there were celebrities, and even just steroids in the mix. Yeah. You ever see <laughs> that? That's kind uh, of a long-winded story. I hope it was good. Yeah. You ever see that um, thirty for thirty about Mississippi State? Uh-uh. When, I haven't seen any of When like Eric Dickerson was it Eric Dickerson that played there? And get, that's when they got all got hammered by all those sanctions. I could SMU right? SMU. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. who I mean. SMU. And his car was like that fucking 81 or maybe like a 78 like transit. And I think it's like had Barrett Jackson is worth like fucking 300,000 now. And he's rolling Parking around in the SMU. Yeah. Yep. Just driving this yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, of course, kid. the thing was probably like eight grand brand new back then. Yep. You know, I think my, my father had a 72 Camaro or 72 Trans Am. Uh, well, we had the 78 as a kid, the fucking 
Bandit, Smokey and the Bandit. That was our family truckster. It was a 78 Trans Am. Fucking thing was so fast. The Eagle came off Two in doors. the car wash. Oh, yeah, with the T-tops, the whole deal. The thing was a rocket ship. You got to sit sideways in the back because there's this That's why we got rid of it because my brother got tall enough that he had to put his feet down. I was little enough that I could just sit with my feet on the seat. No fucking car seat. Are you kidding me? I don't even think we had seatbelts on. I had a buddy then. in high school. Had like a... But anyways, my dad had oh. this car and they were selling them at uh, Barrett Jackson, like three, four hundred thousand. When they only made two colors, it was white with the blue racing stripes down it, and then blue with white ones. And he's like, "I fucking had that thing. It was five grand, brand new. <laughs> it's going for like three hundred thousand at Barrett Jackson one year." It's like, Ow! I had a buddy in high school who had the, this old Mustang five point thing. Literally was six inches of legroom in the back seat. There's no oh, need for it. So first time I ever went to Disney World, it was awful. Yeah, first time I ever went to Disney World, I was in eighth grade. So I'm like damn near the same size as I am right now. And we roll in to uh, the rental car place, and they don't have the sedan. So they, my dad turns to my mom and is like, "All right, there's two choices. There's this car. It was like old people car, whatever." He goes, or this would have been an 89 Mustang 5.0. And me and my brother yeah. in convertible. We're yeah. like, get it. <laughs> Stuff the shit in. Me and my brother. My brother's a soft. Well, I was, uh, was I? No, sorry. I was fifth grade. He was going into freshman year. So big kids. And uh, we had to stack all the fucking luggage. on, And we had to put the roof down. On the way back to the airport, it was like. Very close to raining. Like, we're like, fuck, we gotta drive on the highway. It, there was no way we were fitting in that fucking thing. But yeah, we're like, yeah, fucking. Point being, both of us rolled around on vacation in the backseat, crunched in the back. And there's so much room up front, though. Oh, tons. Yeah. The front yeah. seat was Just the side of that chair. Not a fucking family in. thing, but we're like, yeah, we're in FLA, yeah. motherfuckers, <laughs> Disney World. Here we come. Fucking rag top down. A bunch of fucking the clampets rolling in that thing. Fucking <laughs> sardines. Fuck. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 91 of From the Jingweeds. Good to be back after a little two-week break. Uh, we had a little... We knew we were going to take a little break, and then I went to Colorado the following week and came back with the fucking backdoor trots and... <laughs> And couldn't fucking handle it, so we skipped out on that day. But earlier in the day, I had won my... Won your match. Yeah, I won, won my match. match. So I go into work. We get back from Colorado <laughs> yeah, so, thir- Thursday so night. Tell the story. We get back Thursday night and uh, end up getting pizza. We're late, driving back 17 hours, coming from fucking Colorado. What an awesome ride that was. Three snowstorms. Supposed to take... 12 hours took us 17 hours we were doing 15 miles an hour coming out of flagstaff yeah cars just wheeling off the side of the road everywhere in like six inches of snow but we had driven 15 hours and then now i'm doing fucking 15 miles an hour (laughs) with two hours what should be two hours left till i'm home and it took fucking forever it was the worst anyways get pizza next day i go to work Start talking to Javier. I'm totally fine. 6.30 or so, I head up to do invoices and figured I got a bunch of that shit to catch up on. And I go outside and I'm like, holy shit, I am freezing cold. Long story short, end up saucing into the bathroom. 
And the whole time I'm like, fuck, I got this match, this match. You know, we moved it a couple times because of um, our friend that fell off the rock <laughs> climbing wall. I had to move the schedule so many times. I, sit, I was thinking to myself, I can't skip out on this dude. So fuck it. I'm going to go. About 10 o'clock after puking and starting the sitting process, I'm like, all right, I'm going. I go full rain gear, 1030. It's like 70 degrees out. Full rain gear, I drive to GCU, uh, pull off the uh, 10, and have to pull into a Yantaria to sauce again in the parking lot. Circle K, again, I'm like, I'm definitely walking in, paying my money, and being like, I withdraw from this thing. Wheel into the parking lot, take a half hour nap, wake up, go in there, hit like five range balls, walk to the tee, and they have a college practice round on a Friday afternoon. Oh, no. Four schools, and they're playing in fivesomes ahead of us. That's a six-hour round. So we supposed to tee <gasps> off at 12.30. I think it was 1.30 by the time. So I sat for an hour on the curb just sitting there, like, talking to the dude that I'm playing with or whatever. And uh, we go out there. Long story short, I'm in a hooded sweatshirt. It's 70 fucking three degrees out, and I'm freezing. And end up beating the dude on the 14th hole. And I'm just like, hey, man, I'm out of here. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, I got to go. So all weekend spent, because I was talking to you, I was like, there's no way I can do this. And for two days, didn't eat and was just both ends. It was brutal. (laughs) Brutal. But had my Michael Jordan game fucking (laughs) smoke the dude. (laughs) Five and four. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Speaking of my Michael Jordan game, I so I ended up playing this morning by myself on White Wing. Shot a one under thirty four on the front, forty eight on the back, forty one on the back, and let me, so yeah, seventy five. And let me tell you what happened on eighteen. So eighteen hit drive onto one fairway, number two onto the green. And then, uh, so I've got a long one, bark, maybe barkable. Yeah, where's the pin? Back right. I'm front okay. left. But I've been rolling the rock today. It's so easy to hit up and get it close and just two putt. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I get up to the green, and uh, this member comes wheeling by. Hey, Dan. I was like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, you playing? I'm like, yeah, by myself. And I was like, if I make par here, I think I shoot my best round. He's like, oh, no kidding. Let me tend the flag for you then. <laughs> Did you crush wheeling it up. He's talking about the time he had the 72. He pulls the flag. Oh, I knocked the long one to two feet. This has been kicking these in all day. Mm-hmm. He, oh, dude, 72 on quail and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, on 16, I hit it on 17. Oh, yeah? Just step up, fucking zip around the lip. Ooh. You want another member's name? Kelly Lip. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh fucking lip shows up on the same distance back. You know, coming back yep. for bogey, and I just step up and hit it, and it's straight in the straight heart. Straight in it. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that's a tough miss, Dan. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Just That's what I needed on this last <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. So you figure that's one shy of your best, or tied your best? I think it, it might still be, I think 75, but 30, 34, on the front, one under on the front, definitely my best nine holes ever. Oh, and so like on 11, I bombed it over the green into the water. That's a uh, tough break. Yeah, yeah, that's a Off tough the break. Yeah. You know what? I was talking to Cody about it. You can drop on the green. 
I dropped right out of the lettuce and chipped on from the back. You can drop on the green there? Think oh, about well, I how, guess how yeah. close it is. Two club links. Yeah. And I chipped it. Then it rolling down the left a little bit. I could have fucking dropped on the green. On That's the next hole, 12, I, yeah. I was on in two and three putted. Pin was way back, and I was on the oh, front. Up on the top, way top. Sh- yeah, that's a hard putt. Yeah. That's a but hard putt. I actually putted it off the green. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> off the back. <laughs> I was like, look, easy two putt. I got a birdie. I'm walking to the next yeah. tee. Fucking, <laughs> fucking dukes over. a hazard up off and the hill. it kind of slopes off the back, and it wasn't easy coming back. I just, I was like, I just went from eagle to bogey. Yeah, especially if that pin's really close to the edge of the lip coming <laughs> yeah. back, you don't want to you don't want to go even a hair nope. past the hole. Nope. Nice. Well, How the golf course me. play? It's good right now. It's starting to get the shitty part is the rough's starting to green up, but it's mm-hmm. not greening up. And the it's so hot. The, yeah. the rye grass, my place dude dries up so fucking quick. And so, like, we start a little hammering the rye grass, right. and the Bermuda grass starts getting gross. This yeah. is a bad transition, and I'm fucking, I got poa blowing up. Oh, there's so much poa out there. I dude, thought I, I had it is early. Is it the seed? Uh, there's a lot of seed. Is it from the seed of this bad oh. thing, you think? Oh, um, I'm not going to rule it out. You know, I don't I've never know, had this much. But I think maybe with all the rain... Last year, being really wet, you know, in the summertime, you know, just the, and then we go ahead with a saturated soil and immediately start overseeding onto it. And weather was warm. Probably, you know, we didn't really have a cold winter to stop any germination or any growth Mm -hmm. of it. And it's just exploding. Yeah. Any areas that are even weak at all points. But you're not the only one. I mean, you fucking look at I've never had it this bad. Any, oh. I think I've seen a handful of golf courses that I've never seen it that bad. Fuck. Yeah, it's there's a lot everywhere. Uh, so I've decided that I'm going to barricade for sure next year. Before Pre-overseed, yeah. yeah. How far? Uh, it'll be seven or eight weeks out. You know, I have really clean water, and, uh, you know, and I also have, you know, a decent little layer now of sand after all these years of sanding. So hopefully it just kind of pushes down fast and, um, seed will probably be the exact same thing. If not worse, it's not all of a sudden going to get better for next year. As far as the availability and the price, I've already heard of pretty good price increases to the, uh, you know, to the distributors already. They haven't figured out where it's going to continue, kind of continue to stop and they can't really tell the customer. Right. But how much money we're making right now? But I've already informed uh, Martin. Actually, we had the conversation today about it. Is hey, we're willing to maybe, you know, I keep saying today I'm going to do the three hundred or three fifty and three hundred. I'm barricading. I told him I said I need another hundred pounds to be safe. That will at least get what we have yeah. today. You know, I said, and then I threw in there that it's. I said we are really early. So that can play into it too, but let's start cleaning this place up. And then it's also going to help barricade for, you know, a bunch of the broadleaf. You know, I'll probably have, yeah. I'll spray again, you know, December or so and catch that February, April next year. Do the half rates to really start cleaning it. Barricade's cheap and fuck. I think, I don't think I really have to worry about, you know, I'm not nervous. I've used it, we used it enough at, at Highlands with, 
no sand in the fairways, real shit water, and we still had fucking good golf courses. Of course, yeah. we were overseeding at fucking a thousand pounds then, <laughs> you know. So, so something had yeah. to come up, you know. Something was coming. I mean, think about this though. I just did no overseed not that long ago, three years ago. Yeah. And I didn't have a ton of poa, and you would assume it had all been cleaned up from not overseeding it. So I, something tells me that just the way the seed went down this year, that there was probably some more weed seed, and maybe I'm fucking wrong. No, I. But I've never had this much. Driving around today, I'm like, that, it was always, I could pinpoint the places before, yeah. and now it's like, I'll come around a corner, nine fairway. I'm like, that we have never had pole on this fucking yeah, fairway. I think and, the growing conditions they had, and then the demand, and all the shit that went on with it. Dude, if you own fucking such and such seed farm, and there was this much, and you just need to get it on trucks and out the door, were you worried about cleaning it fucking up? Hell no. You know, and who the fuck was going to, at this point, go, yeah. hey, yeah, no. get me uh, <laughs> new stuff. <laughs> you know, and so it's definitely there, but fuck it. Now we just have to take on another thing to fucking prevent it from that. Because now we, if that's such is the case, then we know whether it says certified, clean, and 99% weed free. It's, it's full of shit from here on out. So oh, you yeah. have to think about it that way, you know, go into it like, hey, is this stuff clean this year? Are they going to be? Nope. <laughs> you know, of course. Not gonna, it. Yeah, nah. You We're going to burn it. it. Yeah, you got me. Or they'd be like, no, <laughs> but yeah. do you want it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. And you're like, all right, how much? And they're like fucking a cent more than the guy down the street will pay for it. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah. So what are you going to do? I don't know. Well, we'll worry about that fucking road. We're trying to get rid of it right now, right? Here we are talking about it next year. At the time, we're getting rid of it. Um, we verticut the place. The guys finished up the week that I was gone. Verticut all the fairways and the callers and approaches. Um, that really helped. Heights are down uh, 400 right now. I'd love to go lower, um, but... My fairways are so kind of bumpy, and there's still a lot of roots from the eucalyptus trees that kind of show their face. We are getting rid of a bunch of those just going out there with an axe and just fucking banging it out and filling it with sand. And uh, so we're just trying to get the shit that's in the fairway, you know. And I want to go lower, but we end up getting a real bad cut because it starts getting real bouncy because of the roots and shit like that. So a couple more, ten more years of top dressing, fucking place will be smooth as a took us <laughs> but until then i think we're at the height we're gonna go roughs will start going down next week i got brushes on the brushes and groomers right now we're alternating every day uh brushing and grooming greens so they're still super leafy you know so i'm just i just said fuck it but man a week of doing that and now you're like oh all right i got a lot of bermuda grass starting to really show you know just that you can see the color of it yeah, that right. darker green starting to show through but they i played today um with the uh, guy bruce that comes out he was a ranger when i first started there now he just does divots for me he's he just shows up in the morning whatever mornings and just starts hammering the place so yesterday i was like dude when do you want to play golf and we had talked about it but you couldn't make it over to my place yeah, as early as we were gonna have to go so i was like i'm gonna play tomorrow you want to play he's like all right it's been a year and i was like no worries you know let's just go play whatever and ended up playing the green tees. I haven't played those. That's the middle, or I guess the second tee back. Okay. 
as far as uh, distance and stuff. We played the uh, tips on 16 because he hadn't been up there, and then we played the tips on 18, um, and I shot 75. So, so we both fucking yeah. shot 70. I was going to text you. Only you did it from 65, that. 66. Yeah, but yards. I was going to text you my score and say, did I win? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's funny. 37, 38. And being that close on that, uh, I mean, I'd like to do it again from there and think about let's try and score yeah. rather than, all right, how fu- how close can I get this ball to seven <laughs> green, you know, yeah. and 11. Just hit this monster draw up and around the trees. It was fucking awesome, but dumb, you know, when you're thinking about it. <laughs> 10, I lost, I lost a ball. Uh, yeah, 10, I lost one, and 7, I lost one. Just trying to. Yeah. Get it as close as possible. But if I would have taken out five irons and just played both of those five iron, nine iron or pitching wedge in, fuck. Yeah, so I'd have to take two triples on that. Oh, that's tough. And a handful know. of birdies. I had no doubles, no triples. Three birdies. I was, uh, man, first out about till about the sixth green. I was like, man, I'm doing all this shit to them, and they have fucking slow shit but they were super dewy of course we hit the backside. they were awesome were they? lightning and smooth they're still f- they're firm as shit ball marks too that's when you know good thing the bermuda is definitely the bermuda on the green is is greening up and starting to do a little something because the ball marks seem to be going away because they're getting you know they're yeah. greening up now at this point but golf course is fucking sweet i think and we're so packed. We're oh. Martin told me today, fucking sixty something, sixty two hundred rounds booked in March, something <laughs> like that. We were a thousand, and so in with this program that goes, it takes all the analytics of your golf course and, and compares the other ones that are on this same program. I think it's uh, Sagacity, and it does all this fucking shit and it has a dynamic pricing and stuff we're a thousand rounds on average for the season ahead of uh no sorry for the month ahead of all the golf courses that are in our bracket and we're in the highest bracket so eagle Greyhawk, you know we're a thousand rounds ahead of them so that right there (laughs) is like okay so Greyhawk's on this list they're getting three and change I'm sure to play that place right now. Why are we still at it? You know, 129. We should be it was 159. Yeah, yeah, right. And he said, and Martin said, that's the average price of all the golf courses in our bracket is 159. And our average this month was 120, something 119 or 118. Oh, so, you can go higher than that. Yeah, but that's a good thing. But how yeah. high do you go? You know, then you start so saying, then you up. start saying, oh, really? You think you're Greyhawk, you know, and that makes the first time guy walk in there and go, I don't know. It's a lot of Poe out there. It's a lot of other shit. No, I know. He, <laughs> I know he's never said that. But. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Southwest Turf Support. Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. They're based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and they also deal with New Mexico, Southern Nevada, and also Southern California. 
I, for one, are a big user of a couple of their main products, like Florentine. I throw that on my greens. That's part of my greens program. I've been using the Guru Paint, and I'm a big fan now of the Ninja Tides, but they do have some other products uh, on their website at swturfsupport.com. Again, that's swturfsupport.com. Go, go there and check them out. Find the distributor in your area. Check out their line of products, and possibly if there's something else you want, they might have that too. Thank you. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. But that's the thing we have to look at, you know, taking it to the next level. What's the next thing? Uh, put in an order today for a new vacuum. Got the same thing you have. The, the Harper's. One. Yeah, the Harper. The, you have the smaller one, right? Yep. Yeah, so that's the one I got with the idea. I'm like, Dan drives them motherfuckers across the greens during aerification. Oh. So we need the small one. Plus, the big one <clears throat> is like the same size as a Rayco vacuum. Is it? I don't know. That's a... 50 i think it was quoted fifty-six thousand bucks something like that for a vacuum Jesus. that's a i mean that's a tough thing to say to anybody for my place with all the roots and all the fucking undulations and all the hills yeah hey man 15 bucks an hour why don't you why don't you drive around with that all day and i you got it <laughs> it's a tough thing to ask so let's <laughs> dial it down to the small ones that they're used to doing you know, something that can be pulled around that place. Oh, but uh, maybe four months. Maybe, yeah, maybe four months to get that. And then the, uh, I don't know, the Pro Force, Toro calls it, used to be the Buffalo Blower. Why are people year. so slow to just vac their greens? Oh, I know. I was and, scared to say it on this thing, dude. I'll never go back. Yeah, I, I'm sure I will oh, once I do it. I mean, it would be. Obviously, if you're doing your fall aerification of bent grass greens, probably not driving that yeah. fucking thing. I guess I got my golf course is closed. Right. <laughs> so so perfect. Lost in it. Um, I know. It works uh, so well. It doesn't our, even beat it up. Dude. Our sponsor, Southwest Turf Support, is getting those little fucking sweepers. I don't even know what the names are. Those core sweepers that are, oh, they look like a mini Zamboni. You know, you see them all over Twitter and shit. They're doing those this summer. Uh, they're hitting the market. I know when Del Mar was down at uh, Stone Canyon, he had rented them last year. He said they're fucking awesome. Go sucks them into a hopper. You back the thing up, and it fucking like basically dumps out of itself. So you don't have to yeah. dump it on the ground and move on. But pricey, you know, pricey to rent. Everything's insanely pricey though. But and it's a one-trick pony. That's the. You know, that's the thing, yeah, at I least. Know. I mean, a vacuum like, is a vacuum, often, and it's a one trip. How often are you, are you collecting cores twice a year? Right. <laughs> it's hard to justify this mini Zamboni for four days yeah, out of 365. Well, they, it's, it's 360. But they're not selling them. Oh, they're doing no, it No, they're, they're renting. You can rent them. Oh. Yeah, they're not se- I mean, you can buy one, but they're fucking saying, who crazy would buy expensive. That thing? No, not unless it was, you know, a DM-type place, and you were just rotating you know, every golf course. Oh, that's a good point. You know, if you had six, seven golf courses and you could just buzz it around as they needed, yeah, but fucking Rio's 38 greens are not getting that fucking done. How many do you have? 40-something? 40, 40 and then 36 and then, yeah, 40. So, no, we... 41 drive, with the nursery, I guess. Drive the Harper fucking vacuum Dude, right over it. Of course we are. It's and, fucking awesome. And the other thing is, too, there's a lot. I mean, this little dude, this vacuum. Dude, I it, think we're just so fucking like. Yeah, uh, there's a point to this, this, though. 
How are you going to do that at Desert Highlands? Well, just you're just it. not. No, you can, you're not going to get the fucking thing over half of those greens. Oh, okay. Well, fair you enough. Know? We're talking about size. But I'm just saying, overall, we're all just so fucking scared. And it's like, well, why? Well, yeah, our job is... Because it's the green. Our job's... We just bang fucking holes and yeah, tore it up. You just vertical in three directions and you fucking... On half inch spacing, punched a quarter inch tine over the whole fucking yeah. thing. How many machines just went over that green? Hey, but let's drag shovels <laughs> that dude, <laughs> square shovels marching around. And yeah, well, like that's any better? Or is this fucking vac? Yep, done, dude. Done and gone and back to the yeah. shop or wherever you want to dump them, not right next or, to the fucking Or green. you can pile it up around the edges and have seven dudes out there shoveling into the back of the thing. Yeah, I do it with three dudes shoveling but this year hopefully if not i'm coming and dragging that plate thing out of your place for a day dude i got two of them Mm. i use that little box thing it works Uh, good enough but fuck if i get the vacuum it's going but yeah a year for the pro force fucking year no shit Mm -hmm. yeah just we'll get it to you it's you're on the list but expect a year for a buffalo bar. Yep. I just got two and it took a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Damn, just glad they're year. making it. Ooh, maybe it no, it didn't take a year. Like 10 months? Yeah. That's fucking... I still don't have uh, MDXs. Really? And those were ordered at the same time? Yeah. April. I know another golf course that just got their reels after eight or nine months. Just a set of reels for the greens mowers. R&R didn't have any? Uh, I think you wanted to keep it the, I, I'm kind of that guy. I'm a fucking brand whore. Oh, I get it. You but know, it's a, if it's eight months or R and R next week. Yeah, I guess might as well get a set while they're going to use them. Well, if you need a set, yeah, you're just going to hang up well, the mower until. Well, no, the mower is, it was a T mower. Oh, okay. And, or he had, that's what he got was T mower reels when he got the mower from right. another I, golf okay. course. I gotcha. You know, it was like a lease return. And then they bought it. So, yeah, you ordered reels and fucking 10 months or whatever it was. Just got them the other day. He said the new brushes on those things are pretty badass. He wants to run them on his concrete out front to wear them down. He goes, I think they're too stiff. <laughs> it was funny. He's like, I'm going to go put them on the concrete and let them run for a while. Oh, just dude, to break you know what out. I got is that the fucking brush that alternates direction. Yeah, for dragging and sand oh, and fuck shit. Yeah, that thing's badass. So you just buzz that thing around and then go mow right after it? Yeah. Well, we, were, we uh, top dressed and then I ran it on there. Okay, have you done it dry to stand it up like a brush or do you have brushes on no, your Oh, we mowers? did. So when we uh, stemmed the greens and then I, no, I mowed, it was the afternoon. So we mowed the green, then we stemmed it. Then we brushed it with that fucking thing. Then we stemmed it. And we got, I think, a foot. Do you, How much do you think of that is coming from the double cut? A lot? Uh, I don't know. Did but, you mow it or stemp it? Mow it, stemp it, mow it brush stem- it, stemp <laughs> it? Yeah, Just mow it, mow it again. Right, but <laughs> did you get the stemp after brushing it before mowing it? Too many questions. No, it's not. After the brush and the mow, we right. gained a foot. But you're right, it did get double cut. Mm-hmm. But it also got brushed. Then we vacked it six times. <laughs> just to piss everybody off. We rented those little vacuums and just vacuumed. The dude yelling at his radio, he fucking ran a vac over his greens? He was a fucking idiot. There were people calling in from the <laughs> beyond the wall. 
<laughs> beyond the wall. That should be the hotline at the fucking Rio Verde. That is beyond the wall. We'll make t-shirts if a dude stand there in his fucking tidy whiteies and his binoculars standing over like with a behind a wall, but his wrench is just at the top of the wall height. It's this fucking, fucking guy has the gusto to fucking run a vacuum over his greens. What a fucking idiot. Oh, I'm calling in. Is this beyond the wall? Hi, sir. You're on Beyond the Wall. What is your... What grinds your gears? About what Dan's doing today. Yeah, what Dan's doing. This fucking idiot. They're putting in a bench. <laughs> Just beyond the wall. <laughs> <laughs> They're putting in a bench. Just beyond the wall. Oh, fuck. Speaking of which, my bench has weeds underneath it growing in those rocks, in the half a bag of rocks that they fucking put. Yep, there's fucking weeds. There's no weeds anywhere else. It's called to come tell them to yank them. <laughs> yeah, no, and then call on them for trespassing. Yeah. And I saw you clean that up, but uh, you know you were trespassing again? <laughs> Got you on the trail cam. Oh, speaking of which, neighbor number six, that fucking <laughs> cocksucker. Uh, so we get another. Speaking neighbor six. Right. Well, it's the same dude that I talk yeah. about. Fucking, He's like a star on from the Jingweeds. He's weekly segment. <laughs> And uh, speaking of which, we're going to get Peter back on this thing for Stump the Peter for sure. Uh, now that we're settled kind of back in, I think, for a little bit. Um, he emails. I emailed him the night before we were going to solid time. Oh, sorry. Two yeah. nights before we were going to solid time. He writes. It's the last time we talked. Thanks, Matt. You know, thanks for the heads up. You know, I appreciate it. Have a great day. I was like, all right. We got this dude, right? Just got to communicate with him. Well, Four days later, Martin gets an email that's from the town. It's like, hey, we got a video of, you know, guys out there. Or the video came in at 520, says you guys are out there working. So I'm in Colorado now at this point. And uh, no, I was just leaving. I was just ready to leave. And Martin talks freaky. He's like, hey, have you guys been over there? He's like, no. He's like, it's impossible. We start at five. We mow the chipping green, the putting green. 18 number one and go forward and pretty much the guy that's changing cups and doing the t markers is with that guy the whole time everyone else is behind maybe the bunker guy but they typically cross over there bunker guy will be out in front because of the lack of them on the first few holes and he's not fucking raking chipping green or putting green bunkers and then they catch him about five and they go over to six so they're all heading to that side at the same time um so there's no way we can get there at 5.20. And Martin writes back. He's like, hey, you know, we're going to 6.30 as our first tee time. We usually get to 6. I'm tired of this. Here's the numbers we're losing by bending and going to this. Because soon here in three weeks, we'll be at fucking 6 o'clock yeah. tee time. Here's the money we're going to lose this year. I'm kind of done with this. Saturday, Javier is fucking cruising out there. And uh, sees a dude, it's like 6.30 in the morning. Just the sun is starting to come up. Sees a guy over there, or it's just getting light. Sees a guy over there, wheels right up to him. He's like, hey, you at the town? Guy's like, yeah. He's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, you know, I had to come down here and watch what you guys are doing. And he's like, there was a mower that came by here about five minutes ago. And he's like, that noise is nothing. He's like, and then another guy was walking around on the tee box, dropping rocks on it, doing the tee markers. Yeah. And Ricky's like, oh, he was dropping them, not placing them. You know, <laughs> so uh, 
He's like, yeah, you guys are doing, you're totally fine. I don't know what's wrong with this guy, you know, the whole deal. And he says, he keeps sending us videos. They're pitch black. You can't see a thing. And then he's like, they're out there working. But yet you can't see it. The guy, the town dude admitted to Javier, you can't see anything on these. Right? So he's like, you're totally fine. Just continue doing what you're doing. We'll take care of it. Javier's basically like, so what are you doing out here? And he's like, oh, I had to take videos of you guys. This guy was writing emails to the mayor. <laughs> I didn't even know Fountain Hills had a mayor. <laughs> right? Who's, who's that guy? Like, is, is that another <laughs> hotline? Mayor. Is that just is a hotline? Is there a mayor or Rio uh, Absolutely not. I have no idea. No idea. Is but, there really a mayor? Yeah, there's a mayor. Yeah. There's a mayor because the guy, John, that used to ranger at my place was the mayor back in like the 80s. He lives first house right off of 10T. He used to be the mayor. <laughs> so there's somebody that he, in the, the mayor contacted the guys that do the, you know, town ordinance shit and was like, hey, he's emailing me. You got to go. You got to go do investigation enough. This he, he said, she said shit. So hopefully that just squashed it. But still, the dude went one dude. One dude has caused all of this fucking bullshit. And he just moved in right at the beginning of 2020. What's he trying to prove at the... I don't know, because at 7.30, he's gone. He's gone. Like, his truck is fucking gone. And I think it's gone earlier, 7 o'clock. It's gone. So the fucker's up, shit showering and shaving while we're there. What are you bitching about? I don't get people. I, I want to see him on the street. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't get I want to see him at DJs. I don't understand people. So we that's can. like the lady we were chucking the bench. She was losing it. Yeah, it was going to block her view. It's like, lady, that's a fucking huge med palm right there. You can't even see through. Yeah, that's fucking. What's what are we her talking name? about? What's her name on fourteen that screamed and yelled at yelled at me the day that I had Troy out? Yeah. <laughs> we, what are you doing? You're losing your fucking mind. So I was playing with Bruce today. I'm telling him the story about the lady on 14. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with people? He goes, I was at the uh, the tap house that's in town in Fountain Hills. Little fucking beer drinking spot. He's like, I'm sitting in one of the high tops. Me, my wife, and another couple. And a dude comes in there and says, hey, man, I got all these drugs. I can buy. I can get you heroin, coke, pills, whatever you need. Bruce is like Bruce is like a sixty year old dude, old ranch man from Wyoming. He's like, nah man, I'm all set. Fucking beat it. He comes back a couple minutes later. Hey man, I got all these drugs. Fucking got coke, got heroin, pills, whatever you need. Bruce is like, hey man, I don't need your drugs. He's like, just get out of you know, just leave us alone. We're just hanging out here. And uh, Bruce said, being really, really nice. Guy comes in again. Hey, man, you guys need drugs? I mean, that's a bit, like, who the fuck hasn't kicked this dude out yet? Yeah, right. right. Comes back in there, gives him shit into his ear again. Finally, Bruce goes, you know what, man? You need to shut the fuck up. Dude fucking cold cocked him. Seriously? Popped him off his stool and everything. Yeah, he said the guy was like 30. He said, if I had to guess, 35 years old, and he goes, bigger than you. I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. And dude. then the dude started to take off and... uh one of the big Native Americans was in there and apparently just fucking grabbed the dude and kind of drug him up, but didn't. That was it. You're he shitting just, me. Yeah, I swear to God. He just told me. He said it happened like three weeks ago. Where at? 
that little it's uh the tap house it's in in fountain hills and uh it's right next to uh phil's filling station okay talk about a fucking greasy spoon i've never seen a menu have you ever eaten there no phil's filling station there isn't anything that's not there's nothing that's how do you say this there's nothing that's not on the menu does that make sense it's got to have 400 things Really? Yeah, it's all frozen food. It's fucking gross. Sorry, Phil. It's <laughs> gross. It's apparently a Fountain Hill staple, though. But it's not very good. Anyways, so that's Phil's filling station story. Um, that's what crazy. else was I going to ask you about? I'll tell you. Well, I was fucking standing there the other day with that dude mowing the fucking lines. Ooh, that you had me fucking rolling. Rolling. Dude. So how long's let's start with this. Dan had, Dan had a training session. We'll get to this. Let's start from the beginning. How long's this kid been there? A week and a half. Oh, okay. Has he worked at other golf courses? No. I was telling Which, Javier this story and he was like, damn. He's like, Dan's got some balls throwing dudes out there that early. Because we're assuming that maybe right. he was there a little bit longer than Here, a week. Here's the thing. You need him, right? No, I came in... We've got a bunch of new guys. We got a lot of people. Okay. You know, we're almost full. You did tell me that you were up to like you 23, 24 greenskeepers. Yeah. Right. Is that yours? I don't no, there's that. one there. Okay. I have. I can go grab. No, that's good. Um, let me get a sip of this. It's mm-hmm. real nice, Clark. And you're going to tell the story. I'll be able to hear you, but I'm going to go grab another beer. So we've got... A bunch of new guys, a lot of staff. You look at the staff now, and it's like, all right, dude, you're filling out. Well, we have 12 dudes that can rank bunkers. And so uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but the way the schedule is set up, a lot of the guys that are there a long time are there on Wednesday because we're short-staffed, and they can do everything. So anyway, Thursday, we're not able to roll fairways because we have seven dudes on bunkers so i kind of lost my shit like why why do we have seven guys on bunkers i know no bunker detail moving around edging whatever and then three raking for the golf course um i'm gonna go train these dudes and and i need to train somebody right yeah and then one of the things so well they haven't earned it in the bunkers that's fine if they haven't earned it in the bunkers but we can't have summer bunker rakers because they haven't earned in the bunkers. Like we eventually we just got to grab these dudes and be like, you're going to mow fairways today. It's your lucky fucking day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you pick the right week to join. So I grab a guy. He's a very, this dude will work his ass off. I was like, all right, we're going to go mow. So on quail, we do the half 50, 50 mow. And on white wing, we do stripes. So I'm going to train them on quail. And then when we get that down, we're going to go over to white wing and we're going to mow some stripes. This is going to be perfect. Go to quail. It's bumpy. I've probably said RPMs 73 times because every time he would shut the mower off when I would tell him to do something and then turn it back on and forget to turn the RPMs back up. So he's reeling up there and he's not cranking up the RPMs. (laughs) So I was like, hey, dude, before you start, can you turn on the RPMs? Anyway, so that went on for a little bit. We finally, I think, get it down on on the 50-50 cut. All right, we're moving in the right direction. Feeling good. Yeah. This kid works hard. He wants it. He's he just 
and I'm on standing on the machine in his ear. That probably doesn't help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd hop off and be like, all right, dude, I'm going to let you do your thing. So anyway, we go over to White Wing where we got our most stripes. <laughs> We're not getting it, Matt. We're just not getting it. You just, you see the light. We're mowing with the stripes, yep. right? So you see the light color. You yeah. see the light color. You fucking mow that line. Yep. And then you turn around. And you're going to see a light color, and that's going to suck you in like a tractor beam. And you're going to want to mow that motherfucker again. And you mow that son of a bitch. And then you make a light bulb turn, and you see the next one, and you fucking go for it. Yeah. Got it? Sonk. <laughs> we fucking, first things first, we're mowing a line. So if you like, if you're mowing a line, like you mow into the last yes. mow line, right? Yeah. If everybody is listening, it should make sense, right? And then you make a light bulb turn, and by the time you turn around, you're on the next line. Your tire's yep. like fucking nailed it. Yeah. And you're not gonna get that the first day, but right. This dude fucking turns into the unmowed <laughs> fucking wheels all this big circle, and then back on. You know he's all fucked up. Yeah. And I'm waving from the other side. Like, not that line. Not that line. <laughs> oh, this one? He's fucking mowing into the rough. He's <laughs> I'm texting you this whole fucking oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I'm dying laughing. <laughs> we can't figure out which way to turn. It's like. All right. And I'm trying to be patient because this is, I'm standing there yeah. probably like freaking the kid out. Yeah. Dude. But so, kid meaning. We've got a license, and we've probably had it for a couple of years. Yeah. And I made the comment to you, because we always compare, like, would you let a guy, back in the day, would you let a guy for eight bucks an hour drive your Range Rover? Because that's essentially what they're right. doing, you know, right. as far as cost comparison and everything yes. like that. And no, you wouldn't, right? So now we're expecting them to pick this up. Yeah. So I made the joke. It said, you know, have you asked the kid if I had a Range Rover here? Would, you, would I have to train you like this in order to drive that? And as I'm saying that, I thought to myself, yes, you would. Yeah. Because this person would get in this thing and be like, oh, this is a high-performance romp everything fucking vehicle. So I'm just going to drive it like that. You know, they're not going to get in there like it's their little Nissan Sentra and go buzzing <laughs> yeah. around. They're going to rip that thing. You know, you put me in a Ferrari. I'm not putting around in it, you know. But still, fucking so... Mowen, you so told the, me real, like, reels up. Right, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he mows. That should be a new they, T-shirt, no, too. He mows a <laughs> line. It says reels up, and it's your dude, <laughs> dude mowing a pair away with the reels up. So, so we get him turned around. He starts mowing the line. Hey. That's the, here, the nightly guard Frankie. dog on a Friday night. Frankie. We must have a... Intruder alert. Yeah, yeah it's someone mowing. The neighbor came rolling in, so she's doing her job. Look at how proud. Yeah. Yeah, she looks back at she Dan. She looks back to me. She sure. looks back at Dan and see, is like, See me? Yeah, you see me? Yep, yeah, you hear this too every time you come. Hold on. Frankie. Frank. Come on. Come on up. All right, guard dog over. Good job, dude. All right. So we get him turned around. Go mow the line. He's he's got to skip six feet wide, right? So he gets to the other end. I fucking whistle him back. Hey man, 
see where the skip is. You just you weren't even close there. And as you're saying this, is he like, oh shit, yeah, I yeah, see that. Oh okay. yeah, man, I see it. Okay, right? the kid wants it. Okay, so I'm like, all right, go ahead, and mow it. But you see the line? Yeah, yeah, I see the line. All right, fucking starts wheeling the whole pass. The reels are up in the air. <laughs> For oh, look. gets it on his line. RPMs. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Fucking <laughs> rips his line. You probably couldn't be prouder. It would have. I really could have took a selfie when he got into the stripe. Didn't First day on the mower lasers. <laughs> hey, bring it back. What's up, man? You didn't put the reels down. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, man. Let's give it another shot. Remember those RPMs? All right, I got it. I got it. Yep. Hey, hammer that joystick all the way forward. Make sure that's it. All right, yeah, man. I got it. All right, I'll see you on the other side. Again, <laughs> full speed ahead. As the RPMs wind up, <laughs> reels up. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're telling me this, and your other mower from 17, yeah. which is a par five, par five a long one. has now gone oh, on to the next he's hole. Almost finished the hole. Oh, he's and almost finished and the hole. Dude, and you're on a par three. A par three. Split a par three. <laughs> Oh, even better. So the dude he split it with is already is going to fifteen, right? Oh, so he split a fairway, so he's still sixteen on a half. Three. A, yeah, I know, but he's on so half a fairway. Fourth stripe. Yeah. Wheels up. Bring it back. Uh we finished the hole eventually. Wheel over to fifteen. Well the dude's already finished half and he started in my yeah. guy's half. Of course. And he the dude he's he's like <laughs> he's done. <laughs> All right, we'll go to 14. We got an opportunity here. Park three. Yeah. We can do it all by ourselves. Right. Just show you which line to start, where to do the cleanup lap, all that. Uh, get, gets the first pass. See the line, color line. We try to skip the next slide. <laughs> Setting the reels down in the rough. You know what I mean? Like mowing the wrong lines. And uh, finally, I was like, I'm just going to need you to get off and watch how I do this. Yeah. Because we've mowed four lines. And then I I did it. Like, I finished the fairway. And he was like, oh, that makes more sense. I thought you wanted me to skip lines. And I was like, this is two hours in. Oh, man. Yeah. And did I we mean, go to another hole? 50, did he? No, yeah. no, because there was a golf cart. Oh, okay. So I was going to say that would have been awesome if he just fucking and I don't want started to, buzzing like, it. It's I don't know, I don't. It's not here a bass. It's more of a funny story. No, it's just yeah, like it's the definitely dude, the, the double reel up. And if if I was on a crew with you and I saw you fucking mow a line three times twice with the reels up, I'd be buzzing. Oh <laughs> I'd be razzing God. too. Oh, uh, but it was just like I mean we, and I had a, uh, my the other superintendent. He was um, training another guy on eighteen. And he came over, and I was like, so is he good? He's like, he's good on quail with a 50-50. You can't get the stripes down. Uh, and I just don't understand, Matt. Yeah, no, neither do I. And, and it's, maybe it's, it's maybe such it's so second, simple. Yes, it's or, such second nature to us that if, it's hard to even remember what it was like the first time I ever did it. But that I do remember, I, though. Yeah, and I was probably six on the first snapper riding mower at my house yeah. when I was very, very, very young. 
But even my first fairway, after I got off my dirt bike that I got first when I was fairway, five, I, was like, I understand how this is gonna work. Yeah, the first time you mow a stripe in the wrong direction, you're like, oh okay. Yep. Like uh, the light one goes that way and the dark one comes this way. Yeah. And the first time you mow a banana and you think that you're gonna yeah. get away with doing it, and you get back to the shop and they're all like, or who you mowed go back. thirteen? And you're like, uh, you gotta go you back know. and mow it. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah, you do that once, and then you never it never yeah. happens again. I don't. I, we got pinchy platanos everywhere. It's hard. To, well, of course, I there was no cell phones when I was on the crew either, so it's hard yeah, to watch a movie and mow when they weren't made yet. <laughs> you know, I legitimately would have had to have a fucking TV with one of those boomer <laughs> with the boomerang antenna <laughs> on the roof of it, like the old limousines. <laughs> On the trunk. box, yeah. It's all scrappy. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. I watched a BC... The first time I ever sat in a limo with a TV, we were... My dad and my uncle were looking into buying a couple of them and starting, like, a business. So I was pretty young. Rolled down there. I watched BC Notre Dame in the back <laughs> of the limo with my uncle and my father while we got driven around town by, like, the sales guy. <laughs> it was fucking great. Like, a Saturday afternoon thought it was a cool as shit tv in the fucking car now you got tvs in your pocket no shit computers fucking unbelievable uh, a couple things that i did want to announce um coming up uh we got another suds and supers event coming uh april we're looking at somewhere between the 12th and the 14th i believe um it is going to be at santan brewery uh in chandler so all you local guys, uh, we're going to have that again down there in the East Valley. Um, the topic this time is autonomous mowers. Uh, we are deciding on the day because we just have to find out when uh, one of the reps that's kind of working with one of the mower companies coming down here um, at that time. That's why we're going to throw it in there. But So that it's going to be going on. Keep an eye out for that. And then uh, the uh, Cactus and Pine annual meeting, that's May 2nd, Monday. Uh, Blackstone Country Club, pretty much a golf-only event. Um, due to the you know pandemic bullshit past year and two, and not having an annual meeting or skipping one and then forcing one because due to the bylaws with GCSAA, we had to get one in um, in the end of the year. So we had it uh, in November. We did at Phoenix Country Club. Is that where we had it? Golf-only? Was it at Phoenix? Yeah. No, Pebble Creek, dumbass. Yeah. God. I didn't go to that. It's always one of those places, though. <laughs> so this year we're doing Blackstone Golf only. We're going to get back onto the springtime event, uh, which kind of follows typically what we do. But this will be a golf only. Uh, we will having, I think we're going to have a version of a trade show. Uh, we're going to change up the name and kind of change it differently. It won't be such a trade show. It's more of a, uh, I think it's... Uh, Otis coined it at our last meeting. The sponsor spotlight. I like that. Yeah, I did too. And as soon as he said it, I was like, yeah, that's, that's got to be what it is, right? Yeah. And it's just they set up their tables. You know, if guys want to bring machines, but we're not bringing. It was always like trade show. You think of the fucking dude selling the the shawami, the whatever that fucking thing is, the chamois at the <laughs> home shows, you know, and like OxyClean as he's pouring fucking box wine on his carpet piece. <laughs> And sucking it up with some fucking stupid vacuum. That's a trade show to me. So I like the sponsor spotlight. Uh, give them a chance to, you know, hang. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do taco trucks. 
uh, or a taco truck as the lunch, uh, basically kind of get the golf going as a, um, you know, as a shotgun and then have tacos basically at the turn for basically, I think we'll get it for two hours. It'll be out there. So as you're coming through yeah. or before you tee off, I think they'll be available nice, to nice. go out there. So sweet. a little bit, something different. Uh, a couple more education things coming. We got a, we're looking at making an event for the assistant superintendents this year. We're really pushing for some sort of event on that. We're not sure of the topic, but we do have to get those guys in a room by themselves. You know, Tell these days it's do a bowling event. Uh, I'd be totally in for bowling. We did bring that up. They do bowling at the Christmas, you know, it's at the bowling alley. Um, the, the Christmas, Christmas party? party is at the bowling alley. It's, I know a lot of people have a lot of things going on in Christmas time, so okay. it's very hard to get everybody, you know, and some people, I'm sure like families, they look, you know, and it's very family orientated, but I think a lot of people are also looking to kind of dump the kids for a night, you know, and kind of use it as maybe they go out to dinner themselves and then swing by the Christmas yeah. party type thing. Uh, it's tough for anybody that's east of the fucking any part of the 101 because it's out in Sun City. But Okay, that's why. You know, uh, it's but a, like in Kansas City, we did beers in the winter. Are, beers are a dollar. In Kansas City, we did it in the winter because you're not playing golf. Correct. This would be perfect for event for the summer mm-hmm. because we can go inside and drink beers. We did talk about compete. doing those types of things. Same thing is for the hack attack. You know, with the summer, the calendar's filling up. What is open? <laughs> Most of July and the beginning of August. You know, well, the I was looking at some of those dates, but then like Tonto's in there, and I don't want right. to get too close to that. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying is it does get so like yeah. we're so done with the heat. The last thing I want to do that time of year is fucking go back out in it, you know, for an event in fucking July. Right. You know, the golf course is probably in the hacks. There's a, there's it's gonna be a busy season. Dude. Right. You can't misses in there. But maybe a hack goes to uh. You know, fucking the bowling alley that one time. Yeah. You know, or we had talked about maybe another suds and super type thing, but maybe it's not as formal. It's just like, hey, everybody, it's 118 degrees out today. We do not need to be playing golf, but we are all going to the brewery or the like bar. Like we did on the rain day. Right. Correct. That's nearby. Um, just getting together, keep that kind of momentum going of getting something going on. Maybe the place has got fucking darts. We'll get a dart tournament going on. That would be badass. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to change a bunch of things up this year and kind of have a little bit more events, uh, a bunch of education only or golf only events. So try to make it a little bit more uh, convenient for people. So it's not a full day and you right. know they start at five in the morning, swing by their shop if you know some do, but you're at the seminar by seven sit on your ass all day long, eat a fatty lunch, then a fucking 18 holes of golf. Plus after people aren't getting home till six and we're used to getting home at two thirty, three o'clock, the latest, you know, now mm-hmm. it's, it just isn't our lifestyle. So, um, that's why we're going to shorten some things. So yes. the education days will be home by fucking one o'clock, you know, and the golf events, you're home by two, you know, so, uh, so keep an eye out for that shit, you local people and you other people. Uh, I don't know. If, if you found some things that fucking work out in your areas, let us know. Because we're always looking for fucking ideas. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I think that's all I had for announcements. Covered everything else. Yeah. 
It's good to be back. Good to see you, buddy. It is good to be back. We're going to get this thing rolling. I got a couple, uh, hopefully future guest-ish type situations. Uh, we'll get those things going. But anyways, everybody, thank you for listening and continue to support. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad.